Alrighty, and action. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Chordmaster Keys. Uh, very, very excited about today's episode. We have what I'm going to call app developer extraordinaire, Michael here. And uh, we're here today to talk about this app that I so eloquently posted. I have my iPad mini here. I have to read this because I think it's pretty funny. Um, how, I'm not going to read the whole thing, just the top part. But I posted like on social media to kind of get some like questions and get people excited for this conversation because I was so excited about it. And I said that a seismic shift is on the horizon for iOS music production. Loopy Pro for iOS is coming and I'm thrilled to be interviewing blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I asked people for questions and, and I let them know like when, when they can expect um, this to be live premiered on YouTube. And the very first comment on here made me laugh. And I'm just going to read that really quick. This person says, seismic shift, huh? Elvis on Ed Sullivan was a seismic shift. The Rolling Stones not wearing suits was a seismic shift. The Sex Pistols album was another. Well, I've got my popcorn. Let's see if this measures up. That being said, Michael, how are you doing today, man? <laughs> After that, I'm feeling pretty nervous, actually. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Mission accomplished. I'm meant to be lowering expectations, not raising them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big word, seismic, right? Like, what? How do, how do I know that yeah. it's going to be a seismic shift until it actually comes out? Until time has passed, right? I know. We can only hope. Can I mean. Only hope. Hopefully that's that's what I'm aiming for. So we'll just have to see, I guess. That's it. How yeah. you, how you feeling today? All all good today? I'm feeling yeah. I'm feeling the approach of the end of the year. It's yeah. it's definitely um the days are speeding by. Yeah. And given that I want to have this thing out well before Christmas, it's yeah. I'm I'm getting down to it now. Yeah, you sure are. But, but fine. This is all this is all part of the the last few stages before launch. Yeah. Man, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. So I, I've only used Loopy, um, the pre, the previous iteration, just called Loopy Pro or Loopy HD, I think. Loopy HD. Loopy this HD, one is Loopy yeah. Pro. So I've only used Loopy HD um, a little bit in the past, um, but I knew that, and I knew a lot of people who used it, and I knew that uh, that this was on the horizon, right? Before you put out that, that video that kind of, made me feel that it's going to be a seismic shift when you put the like the sort of overview video video out i was in the gym i was working out and then someone one of my ios music producer um social media friends you know messaged me and uh and so sent me the the link for that video and i just like immediately i was doing i usually do like 30 minutes of like you know some like lifting weights or something and then like 30 minutes of cardio and i had just started lifting weights I was like, no, 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 no. This is going to be a different workout here. I was like, I don't have time to finish this. I need to watch this video right now. So I like proceeded I to like to end the workout, go on the Stairmaster, and I just started watching it. And it, it got me extremely excited. Um, I think <laughs> in, in that community, in the community of iOS music, it's like, you know, there's a ton of, of, uh, of apps to use. There's a ton of different, uh, different apps that are going to work better for, you know, one person's workflow versus another. For example, Core Gadget is one that I use all the time, but I know many people that can't get over the vertical workflow that there's no like horizontal timeline that a lot of people are used to. Whereas me, like I prefer it that way. So it's like, it, it's cool that there's so many options. Um, and this particular one, man, just got me excited. The colors, the circles, like I just remember seeing all these, like, you know, it just looked, it looked really appealing. And then the way that you did like the overview, uh, I felt was, was really nice and not simply a, 30 second, which could have been a perfectly fine too, if you didn't want to share that much, if you want, wanted to like do a teaser, but it was, it was a thorough and exciting sort of thing. 
Um, so thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. We're we're definitely excited excited about it, and we're going to get into all that. But I want to start off kind of learning a little bit about you, um, and then we'll kind of go from there. So I want to like kind of chat with you a little bit about your sort of background, like like who was young Michael? Uh, where did you grow up? And maybe like signs in that early stage of your life about sort of being interested in app development, things like that. Yeah, young Michael was as much of a nerd as current Michael. Actually, <laughs> I, uh, I think I I started programming when I was about six. Uh, a friend mm. got me into it, and we had a um, a loaner from my mother's school, an Apple IIe, mm-hmm. you know, green screen, clackety clack keyboard, and it had um, it had BASIC as the sort of the built-in programming language and we would, you know, program little cool graphical things, put random dots on the screen mm-hmm. and that was sort of where I got started. And I've been, <laughs> my, my playtime has been messing around developing stuff pretty much ever since then. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, um, the development side. And I grew up with music. I um, started playing the trombone with school oh. because my parents had one. There okay. was really no other reason. Yep. And I think, I think, uh, yeah. I think if I had a choice, I possibly would have chosen something else, but it, it was enough to sort of get me on board. Um, since then, I've really got into traditional Irish music of all things. I, I've been playing fiddle for a year and ah. concertina for about two months now. Nice, nice. And, uh, and adore it, but it's about as far as possible from the Irish music world as you can get. <laughs> so here, here's my big confession. I actually, I don't really do electronic music or, you know, music production in that sense. I'm not, I don't. Is that, that term in um, in software? You know, using uh, eating your own dog food. Uh-huh. I don't do that. Uh-huh. That is <laughs> I, um, fascinating. Yep. If I have some spare time, I'm playing with new features, or um, you know, I'm I'm building. So I tend to. Um, I think the side effect of that is that I I have to lean quite heavily on the community for mm. for telling me where I'm going wrong with things mm-hmm. and for. Yeah, for, for also offering ideas. I mean, I, I have plenty of my own ideas and I think somewhat that's informed by not not growing up with this stuff. You know, I, I don't have a lot of the um, the ideas that are present in a lot of music software I'm not necessarily familiar with. Mm-hmm. When I first built Loopy almost 10 years ago now, maybe even more, um, I didn't even know what overdubbing was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I was I was a complete newbie, but I made it anyway. And then along the way, I learned the terminology and how other things worked. And so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it certainly <laughs> it gives me a sort of unique um, approach to this stuff. I don't feel like I'm sort of stuck in old ways of doing things. And yeah, I think that works out well sometimes, not well others. But fortunately, I have an amazing supportive user base who quite happy to point out when I'm doing things wrong mm-hmm. and being able to lean yeah. on, that that is that is incredible yeah being able to lean on people like like it's kind of the best of both worlds right like you said you're able to kind of think a little bit more freely not being someone who mm. traditionally uses uh uses this type of of an app for your music um music needs but then knowing as, as you mentioned that there's like a vast array of people who including myself right who are who are all about it, right? Who are all about mobile music and how powerful iPads are and how um, how fun it is to be able to bring this lightweight piece of equipment to a coffee shop, to a park, sit in the middle of a field, throw some headphones on and just get inspiration from other from nature, from the environment, right? Versus traditionally being 
on a computer, mouse, keyboard, clicking away, uh, you know, in, in the other d traditional DAW sense of the word. So I can totally yeah. relate and understand that, that perspective for sure. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I guess time will tell how it goes with Loopy Pro. <laughs> Hopefully that's, well. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting, exciting um, sort of time, right, for iOS music. And I would say even like reaching out to you, uh, Michael. So I, um, I, I interviewed your, your counterpart slash, you know, contemporary, let's say, right, Koala Sampler, Mark. I had him on and it was one of the one of the milestone episodes, uh, I would say, in terms of interviewing people, um, just because it was one of the first. Yeah, I think it was the first episode where it was it was a, a music um, related product or service or app that I used all the time. And now being able to kind of pick the brain of the of the creator of it was just an amazing, amazing experience, as you could imagine. So when that's I that's amazing from the other side, too. Ah, how so? Well, being able to talk directly to users, which is something that bigger companies can't do, is ridiculously valuable. And being able to have, and I know, I know, companies, you know, big companies like you know, Ableton or IK Multimedia or whatever, they, they do have people who will talk to users and mm. sort of pass that stuff back eventually. But yeah. being able to be the developer, the one who does all the stuff, and being able to talk to users, and um, you know. Over the last weeks, I've been working really closely with the testing community. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I'll, I'll get stuff and I'll build it in in the next sort of 20 minutes after we've talked. And it's really great to have that back and forth, wow. that, that sort of collaboration. So, yeah, it's it's nice from this side too. I could, yeah, that 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 definitely makes sense. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's probably like being the one-man show is probably obviously presents its, its other challenges and things like that. But like you mentioned, you're so in, intertwined with it and being able to be that person that's communicating with that, that the, uh, yeah, the testers, it. it's great. Yeah, because it's less chance of, of what things getting missed in translation and stuff, right? As, as it being yeah, fed back I think, to you. I think the more people that you add to a team, the, I mean, you could probably work faster, says the guy who's just long past his seventh year into this project, but, <laughs> but. Wow. I think you you lose a certain agility, perhaps, mm -hmm. or even just just a, a single point of you know. There's there's that saying that um, uh, what is the saying? The the name for a you know what I've completely lost it. There's something about a horse and a camel. Okay, uh -huh. <laughs> a, a camel is a horse designed by committee. There you go. Okay, and I feel like um, there's at least the risk for a part of that in larger teams that that you get a camel. Because a lot of minds all working together, not necessarily pulling the same way, and I like just not having to deal with any of that. Yeah, I like being a lone wolf. That's not to disparage any larger teams. Um, I think there are plenty of products made by large teams which are fantastic, but you know, I like I like being just me. Yeah. Well, I got to say this too, as a sidebar, um, I totally forgot that camels were a thing um, until you just mentioned it, and I'm just thinking about how interesting and strange. <laughs> <laughs> those animals are it's pretty interesting right like two humps like yeah, what's going totally on there <laughs> what's happening yeah <laughs> oh, man. i feel like i've i've really not not done well by camels actually i think camels are actually quite good uh-huh i don't know why they're meant to be worse than horses yeah, yeah amazing put a horse out in the desert for a couple of weeks and there's no more horse there's no chance right <laughs> so there's like water in those humps <laughs> I, I don't even know that is that what it is i think they store water in there i think it's water storage Something i don't like know that. yeah i'm gonna have to look that yeah. up later how do we how do we how do we get here, Michael? Like, what's going on? We 
We're talking about camel, and I love it, by the way. We're talking about camels here. You know, like who, who would have Important issues. It? Exactly. Well, we, we, we haven't got into my camel-related functionality in Loopy Pro yet, so it'll, uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll all become clear. It'll, it'll materialize at some point in this conversation, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Lone Wolf. So, like, that's one of the things that moves me, me right now is, um, you know, having an impact, having a positive impact in people's lives potentially leaving a legacy that type of thing i watch a lot of shark tank listen to a lot of how i built this these are like, that's a podcast about you know people who do um lead amazing entrepreneurial type you know type lives that that really change the foundation uh with their inventions and stuff um and so like when i talk to someone who and you mentioned you said at least you said over seven years so this means that you had and that's not that's not even including the previous iteration of loopy so you had that out for a few years and then you, at some point, seven years ago, said, oh, there's this is great for what it is. You were featured on Jimmy Fallon, if I'm not mistaken, weren't you? That Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. So I, met, I think that's how I found out about it, as a matter of fact. They did like a nice little, I was like, cool. this is pretty cool. Oh, and I have another good question for you coming, coming up soon, actually. Before I forget it, I'm going to ask it right now. So when it comes to looping on the recording vocals or looping on the iPad, I know that any looping in general, like in order to mitigate and get rid of feedback, like you're almost, you need to have headphones on so that it doesn't get like yeah. the previous version, the previous loop and doesn't get the metronome, all that, all that kind of stuff. It is a notoriously difficult thing to solve. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's probably about 60% of my support burden. Wow. Helping people when when you that. say it, you mean the fact that that is, that is a truth or the fact that people want to be able to loop freely with just the ipad and be able to is, is that because I, I know you have a feet i saw a feature in there when i was messing around yesterday that was a, what was it called the calibrating microphone i i took that as yeah. remove like l- removing the sound of the previous loop if possible like is that is that kind of what's going on there yep yep that's that's pretty much what it does it's not perfect hmm. uh it's still a work in progress the, the truth is i spent i don't know a month and a half on it mm-hmm. and then decided ah it's good enough for now and i'll i'll tweak it later on mm-hmm. but it's pretty good it's pretty good with um with my ipad here i can get to the point where all you hear is the room echo not the direct line back ah. so if i had anything but hard walls in here it would be it would be pretty good wow. so yeah it um I, I built that because of the support burden with loopy hd with people contacting me and saying I'm trying to use this thing and it's always, you know, I'm getting the old loops, put in the new loops. Can you fix it? Oh. And I, I would have to go, yeah, you, you have to use headphones. It's not going to work with, I don't really want to have to keep saying that. I want to be able to just have it work. Right. So that's, that's what the echo cancellation stuff is. I went deep with um, digital signal processing on that one. Yeah. So this is, all right. So this is great then. So me as a user, I have, you know, I guess you consider a power user. I have a lot of equipment. I have a lot of uh, capabilities that maybe the average person may not um, when it comes uh, to... You're going to be the one with 10,000 buttons on the Loopy Pro screen, aren't you? <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. All <laughs> color-coded, um, just like color-coded to kind of reflect the mood of the song. You know what I'm saying? Like something kind of intricate. Like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like light blues, or like reds, if it's, if it's kind of intense. Um, it's got to look good. It has to. It has to. You can't just be just strewn about just random colors. Although random colors, maybe, you know, maybe there's a random button to kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff in a second. My question, no, no, no. however. It's got to be hue sorted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My, my question is that is like, um, is say if you have a pair of headphones, 
without a like I have these headphones. I mean, these headphones do have a microphone in them. They're wireless, like Sony headphones, or I have Bose ones as well. But say if I had like just a pair of regular headphones that I plug into my iPad Pro with USB-C um, adapter or whatever. Once I plug that in, from my understanding, in most of these, in most apps in general, it 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 will not allow me to like still use the microphone on the iPad because it's automatically thinking that you're plugged into something that you're using this microphone, whether there is or is not a microphone. So I'm wondering, is that something that you've encountered, and is that something? Because like to me, that would be so simple if I was able to just grab any headphones, use it. And I know it's not going to be the best quality for the microphone on the iPad, but it will be convenient. I don't have to carry around a headset or do that type of thing. That's that's why I rarely, if ever, have gotten into the looping scene on the iPad because it's kind of cumbersome having to have the accessory always always with you. Yeah, if only it was so simple. Unfortunately, a lot of that stuff, because iOS was never intended as a a professional audio platform there's a lot of stuff which it's great now but there's still a lot of things which don't have feature parity with the desktop system yeah. you know, the mac yeah uh, so ios if you plug in in a, a piece of audio gear that's got an input it's going to use that input yeah. there's nothing you can do about it yeah. and, that, and that's a system level thing there is uh, a thing which was introduced a few years back called multi-route and that lets you plug in more than one audio interface and then you can choose from that mm-hmm. uh but for some reason, it doesn't let you do anything with that decision about using the built-in microphone or not. Yeah, it's it's a it's strangely limited. So yeah, I think you you're gonna have to just neuter your headphones and remove its mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And that's like you said, a system system-wide sort of situation. Yeah. So you said six years old. So going back to your your back your backstory a little bit, you said six years old when you started showing signs and and started you know coding and and things like that. Um, mm. If you, if I were to ask the question of like, like, when when you started creating the first iteration of of Loopy Loopy HD, um, sort of let's like think about I guess I don't know like the months leading up into you having that thought like oh this is what I want to do I have an idea about this I think this will be cool I don't see anything like this available right now I want to kind of try this out and see how it goes I would like for you like if if possible I know that was many years ago but like to kind of I guess take a trip down memory lane and like how did that sort of go for you right like how did how was that thought process kind of generated did it come from out of the blue did it come from oh i had an idea years ago and now it kind of resurfaced yeah this is this is classic me i was um that point probably about one and a half or two years into a phd in ad hoc networking of all things and if i explained it i would fall asleep on the spot (laughs) so i won't but i was procrastinating okay so i had I think, I think the catalyst was I'd come across, at least this is, this is the story I tell. I can't remember it anymore, but I, re- I remember the story. Yeah. The catalyst is a video that I saw on YouTube by Imogen Heap, who um, is a, an artist who I adore and used to listen to almost exclusively. Uh-huh. And she did a live looping version live for a radio show, I think, but it was, it was popped on YouTube as well. And I watched it and went, wow, that's amazing. I didn't know anything about live looping before. Mm-hmm. And... This is this is funny given that I don't actually do it myself, but I wanted to. I wanted something that would let me do that, mm-hmm. and I I didn't really want to go out and buy a loop pedal or anything like that. In fact, I, I don't think I even knew that loop pedals existed. Yeah. So yeah, I had this I had this new iPhone. I'd recently got on board, and I knew that you could develop apps for it. So I thought I'd 
I'd give it a go. That was all. That, that there was no, you know, there was no looking at other products. There was no strategizing a business model. I just wanted to make something cool. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that I've managed to make a career out of it. It was a wow. complete fluke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the PhD, going to finish any day now. It's 98% there. Yeah. There you go. That's, I, I'm laughing because I, I, don't, I don't know for sure. Meaning you, you had it started many, 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 many years ago. You are not really planning on finish? Or are you serious? I can't, I can't tell. No. Not happening, between right? Between you and me, no, I don't think it's going to happen. No time. Yeah. The funny thing is, the reason I, I chose to do a PhD was not, was not so much interest in the topic itself, but it was um, just wanting to keep my options open. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd, I'd heard that if you wanted to work at all the really interesting companies, Apple, Google, whatever, Facebook didn't even exist then, mm-hmm. but you, you really like you needed a PhD. That was sort of the entry criteria. That was the, the first step. Right. And so I thought, well, I've got nothing better to do right now. I might as well go in and do the PhD and got a scholarship. So the money thing was fine. And um, yeah, I, I've, I've since turned down a bunch of job offers from those companies Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I think I found what I want to do, but it's that classic dropout story, you know, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, man. That's any, not the direction I wanted to go. And any, anytime I come across people, uh, Michael, who, who are, you know, doing something different, um, than, than most, um, which is what I'm also doing, right. Something different than most when I, when I say like, something you know entrepreneurial route something that you're passionate about something that mm. sure is challenging of course but it's something that's motivating you know it's self-motivating you're excited about it you wake up thinking about it um and you know that it's going to leave an impact in people's lives i think you have an opportunity for me at least to just i just really appreciate those um the interactions you know that i have you know with with those individuals I mean, I engineering background myself, and I, I left working at, working for Verizon. I worked there for twelve years before becoming a middle school math teacher, and that that was two years ago. And now, fast forward, you know, post COVID, I left teaching full time to um, have my my tutoring math tutoring and piano lesson business, which is doing you know incredibly well now. It's something that I'm passionate about, make keeping making that yeah. impact sort of on my. Um, on my terms and, and being able to strategize how to best um, provide a, a service for people who are really struggling, um, you know, amidst COVID and everything. And that's mm-hmm. taking two days out of my week in terms of the days that I'm actually tutoring. And then the other days, I mean, what a blessing to be able to be sitting in front of this keyboard and do live streaming, sitting in front of th- in this seat to be able to connect with people like you. Um, it's a, it's something that I don't take for granted for a moment. And, um, and I'm, just yeah super excited about when i do have these these types of conversations uh because it's it's relatable and i've experienced at least that this hasn't always been me right i was working at verizon at a time and maybe you know a lot of people would have assumed that i'm gonna continue moving up the ranks possibly or just have that be my my thing i knew in the back of my mind becoming a manager shut up exactly (laughs) and have that title and be like oh you know and i mean there's nothing wrong with it don't get me wrong but for me it wasn't the it wasn't the 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 move at, you know as as days as days and days go on I've, I'm just feeling like man you know the job pays well the job has flexibility I wasn't stressed I was good at it but it was something I think what it was it was something about I mean the only stress that was associated with with it was the stress of of not of knowing that I I want to be I'm called to be and want to be doing something different um, 
and putting so much, so many hours into not doing that different thing. That was like the thing that as time went on, I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, make, make this change. And yeah, it's just, it's great because like, I, I don't know if you could relate to this. Not, let, let me know, like, you know, in terms of your circle, your friends, your family, people that are close to you, if you have people who are not necessarily um, doing something similar to what you're doing, they're going more of the traditional path. Sometimes it's hard to relate to them right and to really kind of share your challenges i mean sure people that care about you they'll listen they'll you know they'll be there and stuff like that but like it 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 does get a little bit challenging some might call it lonely when you're kind of when your circle doesn't necessarily have people that can relate truly to what it is that you're doing yeah i feel and i i think it's it's a ridiculous blessing to be able to do this i think uh, there are some opportunities that came along in my life, which I don't at all claim credit for. This is this is purely luck that allows me to find myself in this situation. Mm-hmm. And I often feel a little bit of guilt that that I'm the one that gets to do this. You know, I've, I, I do have plenty of friends who work in the corporate world. And you know, I've, I've got a good friend who's um, so good. In fact, quite a few of my friends are so good at what they do. They're not allowed to do it anymore. They, Like I said, they... They manage people now. Okay. Oh. And, <laughs> okay. And I, I can just, I feel like, you know, their butt, <laughs> their butt for the grace of God go I. And yeah, and I, and I feel like I, I wish I could reach into their lives and provide an opportunity to, to just follow whatever it is that they like mm. to do. Mm. And I, I think that's a notoriously difficult thing to do to, to, both, both to, I think there are a few things. There's, there's being able to have the time and the space to think about that and, and think, what, what would I do? Yeah. And um, part of what enabled me to do that was that um, we decided to go leave the country and travel in a motorhome for years and years. Ah, nice. And it was the being pulled out of my life and, and thrust into something completely new that gave me a, a perspective. But um, yeah, I think... I think when you're when you're working full time and your mind is on whatever it is that you're working on, it's very difficult to get some space necessarily to to have those kind of ideas. But even if you have them, I think that there's you know severe financial barriers to just stopping what you're doing and trying something else for a while. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish that that was built into the way that we do things as a society. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's talk about universal basic income and stuff, which. Um, I don't know enough to really have an opinion on, but I like the idea of it. I like the, the idea that people could get off the treadmill, you know, and, mm. and stop for a while and, and possibly try something new. Because if we were all allowed to do the thing that we feel passionate about, God, can you imagine what the world would be like? Man. It would be, everything would be a love project. Yeah. And how amazing is that to even think about, right? Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, when I talk with friends, I, I, I just feel guilty. I feel, I feel guilty that I'm allowed to do this and they're not. Mm -hmm. That's, that's (laughs) super relatable and it's in its own right. And it's like, like you said, like sometimes taking a moment to, to think about and appreciate the, the situation, you know, that, that you've been put in. And, and also, I guess you could say acknowledging the fact that a lot of you and a lot of me have gone into like a lot of what we uh, bring to the table as individuals, I believe, has gone into getting to the point that that we're at right now. 
Um, sometimes, mm. like I remember talking to, to someone a while ago saying like, I'm not a risk taker really much at all, which is true. Matter of fact, I was, I was at a restaurant the other day and it just, I had an epiphany. I was at a pizza restaurant um, and they have all these gourmet pizzas and I had an epiphany that was like, she was like, okay, you know, what, what kind would you like? I'm like, there's a lot of good options on here. I was like, but I'm going to do what I usually always do, which is I like to do half and half, right? I, wanna, I don't want to just go all in on one type. And then I was like, I'm like, I think I know the reason for that. The reason that I need to get half and half is because God forbid I order one of these types and it's not as good as I want it to be. I'll be devastated. Like, damn it. Yeah, like, I can relate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I want, I want to try. I think that's just good. That's just good sense. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. keeping your options open as long as you can. I think that's, that's always in my life. I've always chosen <laughs> the path that will keep as many options in front of me uh-huh. open. Uh-huh. That's, that's the way to go. That's... <laughs> if I could get quarters... I would, in ordering pizza. <laughs> yeah. Or per slice or something. Man, yeah, they'd be like, sir, I need you to leave right now. Like, well, what did I do? What did I do? It doesn't say anywhere on the menu you can't do this. Come on. Like, what's going on? It's a reasonable request. I think, I think so. I think so. Can we get like eight other people in here to like kind of go all in on this and we each get like a slice and kind of, it's something, it's something worth thinking about, oh, you know? Possibly. That's a sensible way to do things. I would, I mean, one, one would think so for sure. All right, so this is what I want. What I want to do with this conversation. So I want to I want to chat a little bit, just like a sort of rapid fire, sort of fun questions about you a little bit, um, so the viewers can kind of get to know you as a person, and um, and then I want to go into some more questions about about Loopy, after. Sure. All right. So you know, I want to start with a a question about. I'm not going to ask you what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show because people are like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't, okay, calm down, it's okay. What I will ask. Take me half an hour to decide. Exactly. And I, I do the same thing. So I totally understand that. And I've learned this from asking it many times on the show. So I will say, name a movie and a show that you love. Hmm. I'm just saying this because it's in front of my mind right now because you're seeing ads for it everywhere. But I adore Dexter. Uh-huh. I think that is a great show. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. Dexter's great. But but look, I think my top shows, you know, is Buffy, West Wing, uh, Battlestar Galactica. My God, that was an amazing show. The new one. Wow. The Ron D. Moore one. Okay, that's several yeah. films. I don't know. I think I think that's the one that would take me half an hour. Okay. I tend to watch more TV shows and films. I don't know if that's a... I, I like to go deep, you know, in okay. films that are over so fast. I like to stay in a world for a while. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite of that. I, I kind of, because of the risk thing and not being a risk... Like, I'm like, if I'm going to devote so much time to a show, unless if it's like one of those limited, I like mi- limited miniseries or type things, like six to eight episodes, yeah, too. you know, because I do agree with you. I think you get the best of both worlds where it's not like, yo, Kev, you got to check the show out. Oh, cool. What's the name? So-and-so. All right. How many seasons? Well, they're on season six right now. And you have to, you have to get through the first two seasons. But just trust me. Oh, there's, I'm like, yeah, mm, not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? I know that's a huge commitment. It is. It is. You know, one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite. Sh- Maybe a nice trailer. Say, say it again. Maybe a nice trailer. I enjoy a nice trailer. To, yeah. Know. Okay. Something succinct. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me get, yeah, let me, let me just get the gist of what's going on here. I, I, so, I sometimes even, even think about that. I'm like, like a show, like, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, Lost. People always talk about that being like one of the, those worlds that just like was fascinating. I never, well, I probably watched one episode of it way back when. So I see myself never going back to it. Um, but, but think of a show like Game of Thrones, which I loved. Did you watch? Oh yeah. Big fan of that one too. Had to, right? Yep. Okay. So like yeah. struggle with the books. I think, I think a, 
a show was the ideal form factor for that story. Ah, okay. I haven't, I, I, I want to get into reading more. I haven't read the book, certainly. I know people that have read it. Um, and I've heard, I mean, most people that read it said that they loved it. I, I would say like the book. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, the the show itself, um, except for that last season, uh, which was, did you like the last season or what'd you think? I have to watch it again before I could offer an uh, opinion on okay. that. I felt like it was so long ago. Okay, okay, it was yeah. it was a while ago. I was kind of it was the only season that was created, from my understanding, before the book, the the version of the book. That's right. Was that was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah, got ahead of it, kind of on their own kind of thing, and you can, I mean, yeah. you can kind of see it. I was like, Ugh. such a weird situation to be very, in. Very, very much so. But the conversation I was having earlier was just about the fact that creatively, there's someone on this earth that was able to think of this whole world. And and materialize it so in depth is almost unbelievable. So we were we were saying earlier because I was recording another another conversation like this, and we were saying earlier that man, uh, does this person is this person from this earth from this universe? Like how how could someone think that vast? And you know, uh, there's there, there's a lot of that in terms of the creative mind. I mean, you were talking about the utopia of imagining everyone had the ability to pursue their passion. I don't know if any book or any screenplay or anything was ever written, you know, with that as a, as a space, but I think that I would watch it. I would be, I would love to see someone like think that through and like put together. Cause like how, what, yeah. what would the world be like at that point? Like, I don't know, let's explore it together and see that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. People love world building. There's, there's something which um, I think everyone should know about. There's a, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Well, there's a show, probably a lot of people watching this might even already know about it. Critical Role is a, they're in their third season now. Hmm. It's a, it's a live streamed version of Dungeons and Dragons. And it was, go it's been going since 2005 or something forever. Wow. And it's, it is incredible. I mean, it, I, this, this is one of the things I regret from my misspent youth programming. Uh -huh. <laughs> I kind of wish that I'd gotten into Dungeons and Dragons more uh -huh. because just, just the, I mean, it's it's collaborative world building and storytelling, but but most of it happens if you've got a good DM. That's the person that runs the game, okay. Dungeon Master, uh -huh. um, who who can run it. It's it's incredible. It's it's like a new well, it's not that new, but it should be a, a new form of of media. And watching Critical Role is is like that, and and it's it's like an epic. It's like watching an epic show like Game of Thrones. But hmm. uh, Matt Mercer, who is the DM there, he has invented a complete world and he hmm. he instantiates it on the fly like while they're playing they will um yeah he'll he'll embody characters hmm. and and do accents and suddenly he becomes someone else and he can do that for every part of the world and the players who who are doing their own thing with their own characters they can they can move through this world and interact with anything at all and Matt is there filling it in and it's, it's the most amazing thing to watch. It's, it's Whoa. world building, but it's live, you know, and it's, it's seamless. That... It's like, it's like there's an entire universe simulated inside Matt Mercer's head. It's, it's wonderful to watch. I highly recommend it. It's on YouTube. Wow. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm definitely excited to check that out. I've never played a game of Dungeons and Dragons before. I know how popular it is. And I know I have a couple of friends who, um, who are into it, who are, who are going to be very excited when I share this episode with them. Um, to tell them to, I'm gonna tell them to watch the whole thing, but specifically this part that they'll be more interested in, I'm sure, because they're not into music and stuff. Um, mm. But that, yeah, that that does sound very interesting. So I appreciate you sharing that. I haven't, I haven't heard it's of it before. Best. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we've just started the game. Um, 
an international one actually we've got some friends who live in the states who um have put together a game and there's there's some of us from the states there's we australians and then there's a poor bloke in granada in spain who has to stay up all night for the games but that's very good practicing new accents and being able to to embody different characters. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to warm up with that one. That was No, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. I mean, I was impr- I, w- I was not expecting the accent, so it kind of caught me off guard, but that was actually... <laughs> I need to warm up with that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, so you're, so you're yeah. currently playing, which means that it's a, it's a game that you can play throughout the court. Like, it's not a one-time sort of situation. You're like, it's ongoing. No, it's not. We all meet up on... on discord zoom effectively yeah. you know, multi multi-screen thing and uh yeah we play sort of um at least once a month maybe wow. um every couple of weeks and yeah our, our dm will will lead us through the world and we'll sort of offer clues and we'll follow things and yeah, yeah. she'll embody characters and it's it's amazing it would be much better face to face um uh-huh. it's yeah it's difficult doing it with the screen in the way yeah. but but yeah, I mean, it's still it's still great fun. It's still a great time. I, I'd say the closest because I, I the closest I've come to that type of a game um, is Settlers of Catan. I know it's not in the same mm. breath, but it's in it's like not me saying the closest I've come is this game called Checkers. Have you heard of it? Like it's kind of <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's kind of like somewhat. Have you heard of tennis? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Kevin. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Were you even listening to the early, earlier part of the conversation? It's in the same universe, though. The tabletop gaming world, exactly, and the RPG world. Are, they're they're fairly close. Okay, yeah. so in the similar, and one is often a a bridge to the the other, the gateway drug. There you go. There you go. I I yeah. love playing that game, although I don't, um, I haven't in many many years. Um, I probably will find a way to play it again with people who are interested sooner than later because we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, man, that, that, that's cool. The person who, who I'm thinking of, his name is Dan. Uh, he, I'm going to message him later and see if they still play. And I would, I would be down to like the one time that I was, you know, invited and we were going to do it. I think something happened where they had to cancel it. And then it just kind of fell in translate, got lost in translation, but I'm definitely, was it a pandemic perchance? It might (laughs) actually be this thing called uh, COVID or something like that. I don't know if there's, (laughs) but total buzzkill. Yeah. Oh man. Totally. Totally. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but do it though if you have an opportunity okay oh man it's it's it really it's fascinating it takes it out of yourself takes you out of yourself yeah and um yeah it's just it's just fascinating it's i mean i don't know in the the circles in which it is popular it is popular mm-hmm. but i think it's it's this really you know the best kept secret kind of thing i think i think it's really great in terms of creative <laughs> stuff okay well i'm i'm definitely yeah. i'm all yeah. about it i'm all about that yeah. All right. Uh, Choose your accent. Well, that's I'm gonna. That's struggle. a very important choice. I'm gonna struggle with that probably. I I guess you have to have no inhibitions. <laughs> you just kind of go into it and just just have fun with yeah. it and don't be overthink it. Don't be too serious. That's yeah. But th- everyone else is doing it too, so you're not out there alone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's very freeing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> you don't have to go. You don't have to go crazy. Right. Right. It could be a little something. <laughs> it could be a little something. Huh. Yeah. Okay, good to know. You know, <laughs> random thought. Um, I love doing. Uh, I, I love doing things to get people's reactions, like weird things or funny things. And so the other day, my wife and I. Wh- why is this coming up in conversation? I don't know. I just feel like sharing it. Uh, we were at mm. we were at an arts and, <laughs> arts and crafts store over here. My wife is into that into you know that stuff, arts and crafts and things like that. So we were in there, and there was a guy sitting down on on a bench who was clearly 
clearly not an employee of the store. You know, you can sometimes you know for a fact this person's an employee. Sometimes you know someone's not, and sometimes you you're not sure, right? This person who's just sitting there, just minding his own business on his phone, doing whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I walked up to him and I just, just live here. serious face, straight face, and just asked him, hey, "Excuse me, sir, um, do you know which aisle I can find?" And I was like acting as if he worked there, like no laugh, no nothing. And then he started answering. He's like, "You, he's like, you, you, you know, you know, I don't work here." And I, I just like. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. Like I, I I thought like I really told my I thought I thought you worked here like that type of thing, and it's like there's no one else around that's like he I don't even think he found it necessarily funny or whatever. It was just like oh like a misunderstanding, but it, like it was entertaining to me. It was like I have to do this at least one more time. So I did like later on in the start because I was kind of bored. You know, she's looking at like like signs and like paintings. I was like I'm just gonna like entertain myself. Right? It was just funny. It was <laughs> random stuff, you know. Oh, that's great. It's good stuff. That's great. I think people should do random things like that more often. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just lighthearted. No yeah. no like no malice, right? Just very just kind of just And a connection thing too. Like we live in such bizarre urban silos these days. You know, yeah. you can't make eye contact with anyone on the train or Yeah. 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 I think random stuff like that's that's good. That's good. All right. Well I'm glad glad we're on the same page there. All right, so if you have a next chance... time you need to do it in Gollum's voice though. <laughs> Excuse me, precious <laughs> Well, if I was able to do that, then I definitely would. If I was able to do something <laughs> weird with my voice, then I definitely would. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're like encouraging it. So now I'm like thinking of other ways to kind of like sort of embellish on it a little bit in the future. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you have a, a chance to there. to talk to, um, not talk to, if you have a chance to have brunch with. And then dinner with these could be probably two different people because brunch maybe is a little more turn up kind of situation. Hmm. Dinner maybe a little bit more perspective with anyone spanning the course of time is the way I usually word the question. If it's overwhelming for you, which I don't think it's going to be, I have a good good pulse on you as a person at this point. I think you'll enjoy thinking about this. Uh, who would you like to have brunch with, and then who would you like to have dinner with? Wow. That is a difficult question for one who cannot make up his mind quickly. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be here for like 40 oh my minutes God. waiting. My, my first thought went to, I'd quite like to pick, it's, it's obvious, but Steve Jobs' brain. But oh. you know what? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure I would actually want to have lunch or dinner because I, I would be terrified. Ah, just because <laughs> it's him. I mean, that's an intimidating man. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Oh. I honestly don't know. That's one of those things that I would have to go away and think about for a while mm -hmm. and then come back. <laughs> when we when we premiere the episode, it'll be on a Thursday. Like we said, we'll do it around the time that this comes out. You'll have, you know, some time to think this through and then we'll... No, I'll post it in the comments. There we go. At this part of the conversation, <laughs> I'll be like, all right, boom, look in the comments, everyone. There's the answers. Because people, I think it, yeah. it, it is an interesting question. So, someone earlier um, yeah. said for the dinner... Um, that she would love to have dinner with her grandma, who she knew very well, very mm -hmm. close, no longer with us. And that kind of made me think, you know, like most people who answer that question are instantly going to not, I think at least, not think about their a family member, right? They're going to, myself included, right? I'm going to think about like, you know, those like people who like, for me, like someone like Dave Chappelle, who I think is a comedic genius as well as like a philosophical thinker kind of person. Everything he says, I'm like interested in what he says. So like that would be someone who, you know, one of those two iterations I would love to have with. But it's just a, it's a cool sort of thoughtful thing where, you know, maybe we'll have a chance to I mean, I'm sure like in the future, like some type of hologram thing. I, I have no idea. But like 
it, it's just fun to kind of cons- like think about that as a scenario type thing you know yeah yeah i've i've got i haven't got a person but i've got a uh, a class of person i'm sure i could narrow in i want to talk to, I, i'm having a lot of fun exploring conspiracy theories at the moment mm-hmm. and i want to talk to someone who is deep in one of those like in the q world or the uh-huh. the flat earther stuff there's some amazing stuff and i've <laughs> i'm i'm very um kind of mainstreamy you know i i i tend to sort of generally accept the narrative mm-hmm. and and such but i've got a really good friend who who's very much not that mm. he's he's very very cynical about a lot of things yeah and um he's a musician and all of his lyrics are all you know the the, the system is corrupt and <laughs> you know we're all being stomped on under the you know it's 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 very and, and he believes it, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's been, it's been a fantastic exercise to, he's, he's one of those few people that, um, I think, you know, we live in such a polarized world at the moment that you, our, our senses of identity get swept up in the things that we believe. Mm-hmm. And if we get into a conversation about it with someone who believes something else, we're on a, the defensive mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, people either clam up or get angry and you just, you just can't talk with people anymore, yeah. you know? It's really difficult to get through, but he's one of those rare people who will will quite happily, you know, have a back and forth, and it's all it's very respectful. And I'm not trying to change minds, and he's not trying to change minds, but we're just sort of seeing, you know, where our worldviews meet or don't meet, basically, and and trying ideas against each other, and you know, what about this and what about this, and so I'm, I'm I've been able to sort of go deep and find out why he believes the things that he does and how his mind works, and. Um, I would like to extend those explorations. I think it would be really interesting to talk to people who, who really believe the Q stuff or that thoughtful people. And I think there's a lot of people who probably have been swept up with this stuff for other reasons who might not have thought deeply about it, but there are people who have. Yeah. And I want to talk to those people and find out what makes their minds work. Cause it's very interesting. The flat earth stuff is fascinating. Yeah. You know, there are lots of very scientific minded people who are in deep, and you know, there's this stuff about you know why does the why doesn't the sea fall off the edge? Well, it's the ice wall around the mm-hmm. outside. That's the rim that holds the water in. Uh-huh. What's beyond the ice wall? Well, there's more world out there. Wow! And you can tell because the moon is actually a reflection in the glass firmament wow. of this world. Yeah. And you can you can see it extends and oh man, it's amazing just how deep that stuff is. Very deep. And yeah, I I love that stuff. It's interesting it, having, like you mentioned earlier, having the, uh, having the, the ability and sort of the even killedness to be able to have a conversation with someone who has a different, uh, opinion than you without getting offended. Um, and I, it's a two way street, I, I suppose. Right. Cause if you're talking to someone who's making you feel like you're the, you know, dumb person for not believing what they're believing, then it can get difficult for sure. But I agree yeah, with you. It has to be respect on both sides. Absolutely, I I agree with you that like there's a uh, there is something there's something important to that being able to listen to people who believe things different than you because none of us probably are a hundred percent right about anything right. Everyone has yeah. like opinion. Maybe we're partly right on some things and wrong on others, of course. Um, and the other thing is, if we are right, it's not because we're better. We're just lucky. Uh-huh. It's just that we happen to have had the right exposures, have the right yeah, yeah. inclinations towards things. It's it's all luck. That's definitely And conversation true. is all that we have. If we can't talk, we can't solve anything. In fact, I think that problem 
is even more concerning than the pandemic. You know, it's if we can't if we can't talk about ideas, we can't we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's game over for a society. You know, mm-hmm. if you, yeah. No chance. If, if one side is just pitted against the other and there's just no ingress either way, it's all over. You got to be able to talk. Well, you know what? I mean, this this show that I have here, uh, when I started it, part of the part of the reason for it was because I was feeling as though I was having such uh, amazing conversations with people one on one, and I'm just like, I want others to be able to be positively impacted by what we're talking about the same way that I'm being positively impacted by it. And that was sort of the yeah. origins to me starting this. And along the way, there's been, yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of uh, changing and tweaking and kind of figuring things out, whether it's, you know, do I niche down and focus in on one type of guest, specifically people in the music space, or even more niche down to like app developers and, 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 and people making, um, you know, music hardware and stuff. Do I, you know, kind of go back to some of the previous conversations that I've had in the past with like the highest ranking African-American FBI agent um, in the history of, of that agency, which was, as you may you know, be able to imagine, just a profound. Uh, he's someone who used to work for Verizon, um, actually still might work there. Um, but I, I left before he left, if he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and just he's he was a mentor of mine and someone that I was just like. Like he he had the ability. I would go to his office sometimes and 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 you know connect with him, and we meet every so often. And one of the things that he was able to do that just blew my mind, and I I wanted to be able to do this as well and kind of hone in on my craft. We talk about communicating, is like this would be a random day in the middle of the day where you know I'm physically in the Verizon building, but I'm sitting in this in the C suite in his office having a conversation with him. And I just remember multiple times he would be able to tell a story and I would feel as though I was not in the Verizon building anymore. I felt like I was sitting at the the restaurant table with him and his son as they were having this conversation that changed his life or that, you know, whatever the story was. And it was just such a, a way about it that I was just like, that is uncanny that, I mean, I don't think I've experienced that like ever with anyone else in terms of conversations like one-on-one. And I was just like, you know, I want to be able to, you know, if if that's on the cards for me, I want to be able to have that type of an impact and be able to share stories and, you know, share my journey with others and have other people be able to share their journeys on my platform as well. Um, and that's kind of what got us to where we're at today, which is like, man, I mean, this is exciting. Like, so when, when I messaged you a couple of weeks ago, uh, I and and you reach back. I, I I think I had the idea when I saw your your video that we referenced earlier, and I was like, I need to find a way to reach out to this individual. I didn't know how to reach you originally, right? I, I went on Twitter, and I was like, you know, is there a DM ability on Twitter? I don't even know if there is or not. So how do I find it? I went to the website. I wasn't sure exactly how to like how to get your contact info and stuff. And then I think I got wind that you were on Instagram, and that's that's when I ended up reaching out to you. But when you responded right away, and that was like a, a monumental um, seismic shift for for me, um, that you responded right away, and I just knew that like from a content creation standpoint, I knew that there were so many people that were going to be excited to hear from you and learn about you, just was just as was the case with with Marek and with um, Tobias from Teenage <laughs> Engineering. Anything interesting to say? <laughs> <laughs> well. 
I, I know it just because I am, and I know that uh, I was for Marek, and I know that a lot of people were were really moved by it, and that remains one of like the best, better videos in terms of this format, the conversations on my channel. Uh, and so I ran to, to my wife, and I was like, Jess, I, I booked the developer for Loopy Pro. She's like, awesome. Sure. Huh? like what what's that what's what's that though like what, is, what like what what does that mean like what does it mean you know tell me more so you know it, it's a uh, it's yeah just it's just 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 a great thing and and like i said like a blessing to be able to have the platform and, and def, definitely super appreciative of you taking the time out and being able to have Thank conversations That's very kind yeah of course man of course have conversations like this is really a nice thing hmm it is it is i really envy the ability of some people to be you mentioned um your friend in the Verizon building that the ability of some people to tell stories mm -hmm. that capture you and take you away. I've never been able to do that. And I have, I swear there must be very interesting stories from my life, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, Oh yeah. I, I, I don't know how to tell them. And, and generally, you know, in a conversation with someone, I'm, I'm sort of the, the receiver generally. I, I, I really enjoy hearing people's stories and every single person is interesting mm -hmm. and, yeah, I like I like prompting and yeah, and discussing things that come up. But I yeah, I, I can't really talk about myself. <laughs> I'm not very good at it at all. Well, then I shouldn't have booked you as a guest then, because that kind of defeats. Yeah, that's the whole right. Thing. We can just we can just play D and D if you like yeah. from here on out. Well, I'm expecting a Discord invite actually, because I I want to <laughs> I want to talk to that person from Spain. So it's because of the time zone thing. Is that what you were referencing? That it's like over. Yeah, yeah, because we have to coordinate. Australia, oh, yeah. US and Spain yeah. and you know one of us is gonna lose out. Odd, odd man, I woman out. Yeah. Again, flat earth. That's the way to go. That look, clearly that has to be it. Clearly. All right. <laughs> so this is what I'm gonna talk about next. So I did a couple screenshots and I'm gonna go through a couple of um just a couple of questions. Matter of fact, maybe even yeah, let's start with this. Well, I'm just gonna kinda go through here and just see any questions that I think would be cool about asking um that people had. Cool. So one of them is MIDI looping question mark. I guess the person's asking, is there MIDI looping? Will there be MIDI looping? There is not, and there will be. Okay. Yes, that's that's something um, right from the beginning I wanted to do. It's just a matter of finding the time to put it in, mm -hmm. really. And I, I um, you know, it, it's like any creative endeavor. At some point, you just have to say, I'm going to get it out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could work. In fact, I will work on Loopy Pro possibly for the rest of my career. And wow, that's a profound it's just statement. Going to keep on growing. Yeah, that's the idea. This is this is my mm. this is my dream project, mm -hmm. and this is what this is what I want to do. Wow. And um, if I can make it work financially, which I'm, I'm fairly confident that I can, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, and I'm going to keep on adding stuff. And a mini looping will be, yeah, it'll be in 1.5. You know, yeah, uh, it won't be long after release that I've, I've I've you know I've left all the the doors open for myself in the the code base, and it's coming. Something that um will also come, which is um, an idea that came up recently, is not just MIDI looping internally to Loopy, but also with, with audio units. Because Loopy can host, you know, synths mm. and, and things, but it can also host sources of MIDI, like sequences. Mm -hmm. And something I'd like to do is to have a, a loop on screen, which isn't audio or isn't MIDI. It's basically a timeline loop that drives... An, an external audio unit so you can turn it on and off and it it starts and stops that audio unit's timeline mm -hmm. so um that will be fun and that's something i can probably do sooner too wow that's... but yeah i think you'll find in this conversation when you say 
does Loopy do blah? The answer will either be yes or soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is my yes project and uh, I plan to hopefully do it all as long as I can find a nice way to do it. So that's that's really great to hear. I, I think um, when I hear someone say that, like the way the the way the the uh, platform appears from that video and from me using it just a little bit for the past day and from getting feedback from others a little bit, people that I um, follow on Instagram and stuff. Uh, it, it it has what I what appears to be like like the foundation of a, like the premier way of making music on iOS because of the things like you just mentioned like audio units for example I have a, a slew of audio units since on my iPad that I rarely if ever use because it's a bit cumbersome for me I haven't come up with a workflow to use. AUM properly, um, or or I, I really don't use like the Beatmaker threes or Cubase. I don't really use those as much. Like I like Core Gadget and Koala are like my two ways of making music. Core Gadget doesn't mm-hmm. host uh, AUV threes. Koala with the latest update, you know, will allow you to use the AUM and kind of have have a work around a workflow that makes it work. But like having, for me, having like one app that can do like it all or or a lot of it um is is exciting uh just in terms of like simplifying it and not having to have multiple apps open like it kind of drains a little bit of the creativity for me when i have to have like too many different apps open to do i feel the same way yeah this is funny coming from me because of course i built audio bus which is the (laughs) right you know work together (laughs) start of this mess (laughs) but i i too i i like having a one-stop shop i mean i think Audio units are a must. I think they're great. And that that's um, that's the exception there mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. being able to have new sounds yeah. both as um, effects and as instruments is vital. But to have a, a unified workflow with everything in the same place and not having to deal with, you know, um, switching between apps or having to get into app communication working right, which it never did after yeah. uh, Intrap Audio came on the scene. It's, yeah, I, I think... That's sort of part of the the guiding vision for Loopy Pro, which is I, I want it to be able to be a, a a place where you can do everything. Yeah. Although it, it works as an audio unit too, so you can use it in other things if you want. But my my preferred thing is using it standalone. Yeah, having it the, be the center, the hub. Yeah, that's gonna be so much fun. That's like a that's really something to to look forward to. Just it's an exciting it's like christmas morning kid kind of thing right like when a new app like related to what you're all about comes out and something yeah. so that's a good feeling isn't it? it oh man i can't even put it into yeah. words uh very very exciting <laughs> very exciting all right so let's see another question on here so this person we we just answered that integration in my existing aum work- workflow does it feature multi-bus auv3 yeah that's that's the ability to you know, send different loops out to different places yeah. in the thing. It will, it will, it, it possibly will at launch. Okay. It's not in there just yet, but to be honest, I think it's probably the work of about half an hour to an hour. Not too bad. So I figure I might as well put it in <laughs> and probably multi input as well. So you can rat it around. I'm assuming that'll fairly be fairly tractable too. So yeah, it'll, it'll be in there. If it's not in there at 1.0, it'll be in there shortly after. Yeah. Um, my, one of my questions, so we were talking earlier about um, like headphones, like this, for example, that has a built-in microphone to it. So as far as you know, if I were to, you know, when I take this out and use them as Bluetooth, I can talk on the phone, I can hear me, it's all good. 
But as far as you know, like if I were to plug these headphones in via USB-C adapter, is there a way to use this headphones? Um, yeah, the headphones microphone to record or do what I need like one of those sort of headphones that has an extra port with the microphone sort of situation like that? I don't know. Not sure. It depends on the headphones okay. probably. Okay. But, but chances are if it's got, I mean, it devices like that will present as an audio interface, which um, once you plug it in, the, the device will use everything that it has. So if it has a built-in mic, it, it should use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it, you, you, it will use it whether you want to or not, though. <laughs> you, you can't Something decide, else. actually, I want to use the device's mic. Gotcha. Um, once you plug in, the device's mic is, is gone. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's, that is all Apple's thing. So the, the, the interface between the hardware and what we mere mortal iOS developers can actually do is, is fairly limited. You know, we, we, we get what we're given. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. This person was in a was in a bad mood because they said, "Ask him why you can't label the damn loops." You can label the damn <laughs> loops; they're just not in the screenshots. The loop labeling is there; it's beautiful. It wraps the text nicely around the bottom of the loop. Okay, that's it's what all I, there. That's, that's that's what I thought. This person, Thomas, Thomas, you, Thomas, we're we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna check on you, Thomas. We're gonna check on you for sure. <laughs> Actually, I want Thomas on the beta test. I like the people that are rude. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and this person is pretty popular. A lot of, lot of laughs and a lot of hearts on that question for sure. <laughs> All right. Please ask if it will be possible to create, lo create loops of different bar lengths set to whatever the tempo is and have them trigger to automatically overdub. <laughs> this is very specific. At the end of a loop yeah. cycle until clicked on ending the overdub. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. of course. Okay. Yeah. That's of course. part of it. That's Yeah, it's all built in. You can do... Um, at some point I'll do a walkthrough video showing all the track settings because there are a lot and, um, you know, there, there are lots of different usage scenarios, which you can configure mm -hmm. with different combinations of them all. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely one of them. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, <laughs> let's see. Someone just give you a compliment. Such a great app, a game changer for mobile music making. Thank you, Alan. Oh, thank you. All right, very nice. I hope to live up to that. There you go. I, I, I thank you. Well, don't don't be don't be too modest right here. Here's a good question: earliest iPad model iOS supported? Any idea? Uh, I develop on an iPad Air two, okay, which is now pretty old. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do that, and I haven't bought a new iPad, is because I want to make sure everything works nicely on it. Ah, um, gotcha. I know one of the beta testers has an iPad Air 1. Apparently, it works quite nicely. Okay. Someone else has a mini. Wow. I have trouble believing that it's actually the original mini because we have one which um, we use for, you know, hooking up my little boy with screen time every now and then. It is abysmal. <laughs> that is such a slow thing. Um, so, I will eat my hat if it works nicely on that. But yeah. anyway, you get the idea. It, it, it works on fairly old hardware. Yeah. Man, ex exciting times ahead here. Um, I, I just uh, want to take a moment, right, again, to, to definitely say thank you for taking the time out. And um, and it, it's, a, it's a special thing. I mean, you're a great, great guy, like someone who I just really enjoyed thank the you. conversation, really enjoyed the thoughtfulness. And 
I think it's it's really nice to for me and for others, you know, in my experience with like I mentioned some of the previous conversations I've had, uh, to to just really understand the person, um, as well as people are are going to be maybe some people are going to be here for the information about the app, but I think there's like so much more behind that, um, kind of what goes into the making of it, um, and who the person is right behind it uh, is is super exciting and interesting to me. So. Um, yeah, just want to definitely say thank you again for the time. And uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for pulling me away from debugging. Oh. Uh, be- before we uh, had this conversation, I was digging into some code that was resulting in a little glitch at the loop boundary yeah. for just just one particular track that a, a tester was able to send in. And oh, that's that's my life at the moment. It's pouring over code and sort of simulating in my head to try and figure out why is that happening there. I fixed the bug, by the way. There you go. But uh. Oh, good lord! There are there are um, 140 items in my main to do list and 101 in my inbox at the moment. So wow! Never ends. This is my life right now. So it's very nice to get away from it temporarily. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Wait. So are you are you someone who who would bring um, someone on board to help with things eventually? Do you see that as like a as a part, or do you do you love the lone wolf mentality where you can't necessarily trust like having it? Sp- the workload spread out to other people? Yeah, it's a good question. I have worked sort of in a small team before with AudioBus. Mm-hmm. And for a while, yeah, we had a, a very good other developer who sort of um, ran with AudioBus 3, I think it was, an AudioBus remote who developed that. Mm-hmm. And I got to work on Loopy Pro. And that was really nice getting, getting the time out. Um, I think... Yeah, I guess I'm I'm agnostic on it still. I, I I really like being able to have full control over everything, and I'm quite. I think I'm probably quite a difficult colleague. I think mm. I'm quite opinionated on the way that things should be. Okay. I think that might be true of all developers, <laughs> but it might be more true of me than others. And so I like being able to just yeah to to just do my own thing and the other thing that i really enjoy is being able to not have anyone depend on the way that i use my time uh, i think yeah. that was you know if, if i want to not that i've stopped working for a very very long time although you know i i, I do 50 50 down day off parenting now so oh, what's that every mean? second day i'm not working at all what, what's we, that we mean? share the share the parenting with um with Sage, our, our little boy, oh. and it's it's day on day off. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, cool. Okay, so um, there is that, but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think I like being able to just yeah, if if I want to stop working for a month, that's fine. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, not right now. Wow, that that resonates a little bit with me too, as someone who you know, one of the things that I will be doing, um, sooner than later is creating because uh, I have a lot of different ideas too I'm not in in the developing development or app development space um, but I have ideas that uh, you know eventually as I continue with uh, what I'm doing and networking and stuff maybe some of these ideas come to fruition when someone believes in it as much as I do and we can kind of collaborate and stuff but before getting mm-hmm. to that point when it comes to uh, like what my specialty is musically uh, it is creating music from from scratch, um, not using sample packs, not not using loops, but just having the keyboard in front of me, finding a sound, creating a melody, putting a drum loop with it, and just making it sound just really interesting, like from nothing. 
and I have a ton of those these so-called super loops of like stuff that's not necessarily mixed or arranged yet um but it just sounds really compelling you can turn it i believe turn it into something that sounds really good and so you know i i got wind about this market of uh of of people who aren't like me people who can take these ideas and 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 really make them take off by you know, manipulating them and, and, and chopping samples and doing all these other things, pitch shifting and all that, um, and arranging it in such a way uh, to make it sound great. So so I know that that my one of my paths forward right now is like to to be sort of a destination for people for sample packs and loops and in a specific mm. way that's different than the stuff that I've been researching. Because I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm very like like you meticulous on how I go about doing it and I know what I want my website to look like and I know what I don't want it to look like. Um, you know, for example, what I don't want is like one of the websites where you go there and there's like maybe a hundred or 200, um, you know, like clips of different sounds or something where it's just like, how do you know what's where I want? Like probably to start my nine best sounding pieces of music that I've ever created in my 16 years of doing this and, uh, and have those like best, things only about nine to ten i'm thinking nine because i like the three by three grid um on my website and thinking about how to do this do i want to sell them do i want to give some i'm thinking like a couple of them will be free and i'm thinking a couple of them will be some price that is the perfect price point of quality versus not people thinking like oh i can't afford to pay that so i'm thinking about all these things and uh i'm very excited about the fact that these conversations that we're having, the fact that um, the the app tutorials for for Loopy Pro, which are certainly going to be coming on my channel, along with these other apps that I use, uh, people using these apps will be able to have a, a way of 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 uh, you know using some of my my music and my content within the apps, and that's like a, it's an exciting thought process. You know, that's like the next thing for me, like in terms of. Of, of my sort of progression and I'm very, very excited to kind of get there, you know? Sounds good. We should chat actually. That's something that I would like for Loopy Pro too. Loopy Pro is going to ship with a sample pack. Oh, wow. Um, which has about 200 and something um, different loops in it, yeah. which I commissioned from a lovely bloke in Germany. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I can't do that myself. I, I'm, you know, I think probably a few fiddle and concertina samples would not go over particularly well. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> one was two, was. So, <laughs> maybe one or two. Maybe one or two. Yeah. Um, so something that I want in Loopy is something akin to a marketplace. I want to be able to, and I, I kind of want two things from it. I want to be able to make it easy for people to, to bring in loop content. So I have it right there within the app and they can download it. Yeah. And also I'd like to be able to offer a way for, for Loopy users and, and others to, to, to make some income too. Mm. I, I love musicians and I feel very um, kind of protective <laughs> of the music world, yeah. especially now during this bloody pandemic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like the idea of, of having a few partnerships with people, possibly more, possibly even something where you can sort of, um, something like an app store of loops, you know? Mm. I mean, I know that's been done before, sure. but um I want to do it well and, and have it something be that, that's very personable and, and very democratic as well. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So um, I think I would like to have that at some point. You are talking my language and I'm even thinking about 
I mean, we can co- we can collaborate like that, and then like we'll take the conversation offline for sure. But I'm thinking about like like in on the app store thing, like what makes it different? Well, instead of just potentially a picture of the person who you're who you're supporting and who you're listening to their music, like a picture and a blurb about them or some or even like a little video maybe or like something about them where it's like it's a little bit more personal um would be, be nice. would be really uh really cool to see cuz i i'm with yeah. you on that 100% like about the the fact that that we there's so many people doing the music thing and so for you to have and this is another like when i was talking about the app stuff and like the ideas that i have for for stuff that i think would be amazing um for for you to have a platform that it, that can and will like support um to to nur- to to uh, what's the word like nourish the creativity with people but also to be able to support people who are creatives and stuff is incredible in its own right um mm. and that's talking about legacy stuff and all that that's something that's very just really cool that you're thinking about it that way as well so that's kudos yeah, to you on that. I think it's important I think I um I recently, um, my the, the friend, the conspiracy theorist friend I was talking nice. about, <laughs> making another cameo in the um, conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I licensed some of his music for uh, for the first look video, and uh-huh. and no, I, I said, you know, it, this actually works really well, and and um, can I can I license it? And then I, I went and did some research about how much should it be and how does that work, mm-hmm. and I found <laughs> it's so ridiculous. There's there's quite a few sites that offer royalty free audio, and it's it's like you know full songs, really high quality stuff. And you pay there's a free trial for seven days, and then you pay something like I don't know fourteen bucks a month or something, and it's unlimited. You just download whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, what what are the musicians? What what's in it for the musicians who've created all this stuff? What are they getting? Mm-hmm. It's it's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, I like the idea of offering something that's a bit more fair and yeah, um, yeah, and 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 accessible too. I think something about the App Store, which is really great, is that it's it's right there. You know, you don't have to get out your credit card. And you, there's no going around. Yeah, um, yeah, you don't have to do the runaround to get stuff. You know, download it from the website, figure out how to extract the zip, and then uh-huh. I like it having having it all be there and then if you you know if you find something nice you just tap tap and it's it's paid and the money goes off to the the artist and i, I really like that idea i think that Man, could be quite nice you have no idea you probably do based on this little prefix of this statement uh but you have no, <laughs> you have no idea how um serendipitous it's a good word right this conversation this part of the conversation is because i wasn't i wasn't necessarily thinking through those lenses really at all honestly um, but the, meaning a collaboration aspect. Um, mm-hmm. But because that's where I'm at in my journey right now and because the other place that I'm at is is like the one plus one is more than two, which is that if it, when, when there's ways to collaborate with people um, and other developers, other musicians and whatever type of, type of uh, capacity and the outcome of that collaboration is better than the sum of its parts, which I think for sure would be in a case like this, in my opinion, um, mm. then it is, it's the type of stuff that I'm all about right now. Cause just like you mentioned, uh, we're all, you know, we're all creatives. We're all trying to find our way and figure things out. And, and it's, 
it's uh it's great that there are other people like you who are kind of thinking through that same lens of okay we're in our lane but there's a way to uplift right other musicians in in your particular example um which in turn i imagine is going to uplift you and your you know your app um because it may it's going to make yeah, things certainly easier floats all boats kind of a thing that's right rises all boats i don't know what I, that phrase is something like that yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit akin to what um i hate to say it's social media because it has such negative connotations for me these days uh-huh. but but the way that it's enabled people to connect i mean I, yeah it has plenty of disadvantages as well of course but the thing is i think there are so many people working away in their studios who have talent, but might not have the complete thing that can, you know, take them, as you say, from from having some really compelling loops to having a complete produced, you know, that's that's a really broad feature set that you need to to possess yeah. to be able to um to to monetize your creativity. Like you kind of in this world right now, you sort of need to either be lucky or um yeah or have have the whole lot. Yeah. So being able to take it some of the way and then work with others and connect, I think is good. And I don't think there's a widespread easy way to do that right now. Maybe I'm wrong. I think, um, mm. I'm sure there are some who have tried that sort of network approach with, with content, but I, I want to give it a crack. <laughs> Man. I mean, you're talking about, you know, I don't want to make it sound too monumental, but yeah, the stuff that you're seismic. Yes. <laughs> I don't want you know what I'm saying. I mean, like I didn't say it that time, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it's um, it's like what people have been waiting for. I think, uh, I have been right a place like this, and um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time, and I'm I'm looking forward to, yeah, to being a part of it uh in in a way that makes sense for both parties, and um, hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really really cool excited for you <laughs> that was another seven years work yeah no no big deal no big deal and then that's right a little one starting school in a couple of years so uh, there you go <laughs> i'm gonna be able to work at a breakneck pace again that's it we have a we have a little one on the way man ourself our, our first oh. child yeah yeah congratulations uh, thank you very much thank you very much april 20 april 22 um april 15th uh 2022 next year and uh just got some prep work to do yeah definitely for sure and and just getting my mind right for it and i read all of janet lansbury's books is that right listen to her podcast that is the best parenting advice i can offer that woman is amazing okay the parenting philosophy is just it's a game changer it is in fact seismic (laughs) that's a great word (laughs) It is. Yeah, it is. It is a great word. Seismic. <laughs> I'm going to definitely check that out. I appreciate that. I, I, I'm one who appreciates um, things like that, whereas I know some people are like sensitive to getting feedback from others about parenting mm. and stuff. Unfortunately, I mean, I mean, I get it for sure. I'm not that. I get that too. Yeah. Because yeah. it can be overwhelming. Especially if it's crappy advice, which it usually is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're having a child? Yeah. You need to do that. Really? Do I need? Like, what? who's who's that? Like. You know why? Why do I need to, right? Uh, but no, I definitely yeah. appreciate that. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ask you to say it again, so I can write it down because this is recorded, and I will just go back to it. And it's true. It's all there. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It's all there. So there's an amazing philosophy, though. Just, just really, really short version of it is that um, children. Are, it's it's mostly common sense. Children 
like developing creatures, they don't have the self-regulation that we do. You know, we need to be that for them. And so, um, you know, the name of her, one of her books is No Bad Kids. Mm. And that's the idea that, that if you see dysregulated behavior, you know, they're painting the walls, they're running around, they're hitting their friends. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't help to get upset. It, it's, um, and in fact, it's a way, it's a way of looking at the, looking, looking at the behavior and understanding it in a way that doesn't create any feelings of, of being upset. Mm. Cause that's, that's the one thing that happens as a parent, you learn whole new realms of being upset yeah. <laughs> of, of, because they, they know, they know how to press your buttons. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, with this, with, 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 um, with the, the philosophy that, you know, the impulses that drive that behavior are bigger than they are. They, they, they're in no more control than you are mm-hmm. of, of the situation. And, um, yeah, it, it just, it leads to a lot more sort of positive interactions and it, and it can turn even infuriating interactions into really loving sort of growth things. Yeah. It's, it's very beautiful. That's great. Yeah. I, I, I will definitely check that out. I, uh, I have one book that's sitting on my nightstand that was in the guest room where I would sometimes just go in there because, like, you know, light, I don't have light on in the main bedroom and stuff. So I would go there and read a little bit. But it was kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind. Um, so I, like, brought that back into the main bedroom so I can see it constantly. And I want to kind of get back into, like, having that be a regular thing because I've missed, like, a few days of just taking 20 minutes, taking an hour, whatever, some time out each day to just soak in a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm planning on continuing with that today so that I can kind of just – as best as I can each day, like get some type of uh, perspective, right? And what are the things right now that I can be doing um, to support Jessica, support my wife and and make sure that she's good aside from just the things that might seem obvious. Like, oh, do you want something to eat? You want want anything special? Like I can do that. That's like easy. But there's other things that are probably I'm not thinking about and not aware of that I want to really – try to make sure that i'm there for um before you, that's fantastic after yeah you'll do fine i'll be good <laughs> i'll be good it's easy right yeah no, no problem. trouble no problem that's no, probably, <laughs> probably not easy but yeah but um yeah just uh thank you again yeah for the time and uh I, i'm gonna i'll definitely you know reach out to you um in the coming days to any and weeks right to kind of like time it properly like in terms of the release whether we both think it makes sense to do it uh, but right before or right after, like I said, it would it would most likely be a Thursday at three, which is when these get released. But I mean, I can move things around and stuff to kind of coincide nicely cool. in a in a strategic way. Um, and then, yeah, I'm I'm feeling e- even more motivated about the sample thing that you and I were just talking about because now that kind of gives me just a little bit more of a push to like get things organized and like finally start you know start like making things actually usable as opposed to having this idea that's been in my mind where I've just kind of been stalling um, getting the file management together and all these other aspects that I need to do. Uh, so I'm excited to have I like know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Procrastinating. Oh man. Well, you, you know, it's, it's the name of the game, unfortunately in some capacities, but then, you know, you, you get it back, right? You get it back. You, you have serendipitous, uh, conversations like this and, and kind of get to a point where you're like, Oh, let me, let me get, let me get this going again. So definitely excited yeah. about that. <laughs> so have a awesome, awesome rest of your day first off. And again, it's just so, Thank you. so weird that it's nine o'clock PM over here. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's very strange. It's very, very bizarre, but definitely enjoy September over here. So that's nice. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> Perfect. That's a that's a that's that's good stuff, man. That really did make me laugh when you said that. I was like, man. I was like, I mean, I can't relate to that to that level of like you know what you're going through, like like being the one man show, doing all that in terms of an app develop, development. So I'm like, the fact that you're two months off, maybe that's not so bad. Maybe that's actually like I know. At least it got the year exactly. right. <laughs> exactly. It could have been yeah. worse, basically, yeah. right? That's true. <laughs> no, it's pretty wild. Man, that's so funny. Yeah. But have yeah, a burning at both ends. That's it, man. Have <laughs> an awesome, awesome rest of your day. And we're all no pressure, but we're all looking forward to this uh this seismic shift. How many times did I say seismic in this conversation? Like at least seven, six, seven? Yeah, I think we're, we're about oh, six or seven. seven. I reckon we could fit in a couple more before we finish <laughs> yeah. though. Perfect. Seismic, seismic. Okay, okay there, we, there we go. At least two more real <laughs> quick. But thank you very much, man. Really appreciate it. It's my great pleasure. Thanks for getting me away from the awful debugging, uh, debugging French. My, that was my <laughs> great pleasure, man. All right. See you next time.